From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Rob Nice, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Rob Nice. Welcome to the Black and Blue Report, the weekend edition. It is Rob Nice here with you, and for a change from the previous uh, two Black and Blue Reports on a Friday, there's no game today concerning the New Orleans Saints. That game will be happening Sunday, 3 o'clock, and it will be televised on Fox. Be sure to check it out as they face the Houston Texans. This is preseason game number three. It's normally the game where you see the starters for the most amount of time. Coach Sean Payton said the first team, first unit, will go into halftime. And, and if some things that they want to see, certain packages, then they'll see the first unit or certain members of the first unit in the second half. So it's quite a game to watch. And, of course, everybody wants to see the Houston Texans. Matt Schaub has, has definitely come into his own as I wouldn't say elite quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback, not up there with, with, of course, Drew Brees and Peyton Manning, but he is up there with getting his team to the playoffs, and they had that strong start. They were 11-1, and and then they kind of limped into the playoffs a little bit, but they returned with healthy players. They have Brian Cushing this year, and they are uh, uh, or, uh, being prepared to welcome back Arian Foster, who has been taken off the PUP list, uh, looking forward to opening night. Now, some news and notes around the NFL. Last night, Reggie Bush looked pretty good with Detroit as they just just manhandled the New England Patriots in their own backyard with a final score of 40-9 to in Carolina and Baltimore. Back and forth game, tons of turnovers. Carolina walks out of Baltimore with a 34-27 victory. Tonight, game I want to see, Seattle versus Green Bay. Russell Wilson like to check out a little bit of Aaron Rodgers as they uh, face off in Green Bay. That game is happening tonight, as well as Chicago and Oakland. Some NBA news and notes concerning the New Orleans Pelicans. Lance Thomas returns to the team with a two-year deal with the second year being a team option, and he was a stud in the D-League for the Canton Charge. He's from Syracuse. The Pelicans have also signed forward Arendi Onuwaku. Make sure I got that name right. Look forward to seeing them in the brand new uniforms. Once again, right around the corner, October 23rd, we have that preseason home game against the Miami Heat. That will be a test run for the opening night game against Indy, and that will be happening October 30th. Now, today's show, we welcome Brian Smith from the Houston Chronicle. He's going to talk a little bit about the Texans and the matchup versus the Saints happening this Sunday. John DeShazer, if we could just get him away. Get him away from all the good food in New Orleans. We're going to sit down and talk with him uh, uh, and get the latest and greatest with the New Orleans Saints. You know him and Sean Payton. Uh, you can't see my fingers, but they are like this. They are tight. He has all the inside information. We're going to talk to him, and he's a big guy. He's a very big guy, and I know it, it, this is normally the, the last practice before uh, the team normally uh, heads out of town and, and gets ready for their game. So if I could pull him aside. I'm going to try and talk to Ben Grubbs. He's an offensive lineman. He's a guard. He protects Drew Brees, so we don't want to bother him, but I will. And I'll get his his take on how uh, training camp and how preseason has gone so far for him and, and 
some of the secrets in protecting Drew Brees and what does he look forward to for the upcoming season. All that and more is happening right now on the Black and Blue Report. Don't go anywhere. It's the weekend. Let's have some fun. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Sure, other fans are hungry for a win. But here in New Orleans, we make sure that you're well-fed, too. With tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. Loving the Saints is like the freshness of Cane's. All day, no quit. Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. And we are back with the Black and Blue Report. It is the weekend. Saints kicking off at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Not today, as they face the Houston Texans in preseason game number three, a.k.a. The, the, the first team game. You're going to see a lot of the first group that's going to be happening into halftime. And Coach Sean Payton has been uh, quoted as saying that they may go over into the second half. So we shall see. And uh, to get ready for the game, we have Brian Smith. He is from the Houston Chronicle. He covers the Texans uh, before that. On the NBA side, covered the Utah Jazz as well as the Portland Trailblazers. Brian, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? Good. Got this big game happening. It is the preseason, but it is a game against the Houston Texans and the New Orleans Saints. And uh, we, we understand that certain players may not be playing on the Houston Texans side, but it still is a big game uh, in, in terms of uh, trying to gauge where the team is at going into the regular season. Yeah, it is important. I mean, it, it's the preseason and it's the NFL, so in two weeks this is not going to matter at all. But uh, the Saints obviously are still figuring key things out, and so are the Texans. Now, they won't have running back Arian Foster, uh, who did return this week. He was activated from the pup list, and he should be ready to go for the Texans season opener uh, September 9th at San Diego. The Texans won't have safety Ed Reed, uh, but he's moving forward. He's about to be evaluated by his surgeon uh, in Vail, Colorado. That's the last step during his rehab process. If everything goes well for that, he could be ready for the Chargers too. But they'll have Matt Schaub. They'll, ha they'll have Andre Johnson. 
they'll have J.J. Watt. They'll have Brian Cushing. They'll have a lot of their key names. And this is a really interesting game for the Texans because they're 2-0 in the preseason. They're already talking about trying to get to their first Super Bowl appearance, but they've been dealing with injuries at key positions. You know, you still haven't seen Reed and Foster on the field. Uh, they have a bit of a backup quarterback battle going. They have some linebacker issues, some offensive line issues, on and on and on. And uh, the defense, which really was their overall key last year, fell apart toward the end of last season, hurt them again in the, in the playoffs, they made it to the, to the second round. Um, and it's been iffy at times this season. They, they've done a good job overall of holding their opponents uh, within you know, winnable scores, but it's really been the second and the third unit that have stepped up, and you're not going to really see those guys, especially at the start of the season. So going against Drew Brees and Sean Payton and that Saints attack, which for you know ever since Drew Brees, Drew Brees showed up in New Orleans has been basically the best overall in the NFL, uh, going up against that in week three where your starters should play for that first half at least, this would be the biggest and most important test of the Texans season. Now, if you can talk about the expectations, you mentioned that with, with Super Bowl aspirations after having a taste of the playoffs and, and winning the division, Matt Schaub is 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 heralded as as one of the uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC. With, with injuries and, and Denver going, facing uh, a numerous amount of issues, with the New England Patriots not being the same team, the the AFC it, it could be up for grabs this year. No, this should be the Texans' year. I mean, it's so rough because I think if you know one of the things that we've really learned about the NFL the last five to seven years is it's not so much you know the NBA. You you can you can't buy a championship, but you can kind of buy a championship. Baseball, you can put it all together and it'll fall apart. We've seen teams like the San Francisco Giants and the St. Louis Cardinals and, and wild card teams do it, and you've seen that in the NFL, but. It's so hard to predict in the NFL, and it's gone past the whole, you know, any given Sunday idea to the idea that, look, you've got to be deep, you've got to be talented, you've got to be experienced, and you've got to be lucky. And the Texans were 11-1 and last year, and, and people, I think, have already forgotten that because their season fell apart at the end, and they really didn't do very much in the playoffs. But that team went 11-1. and They lost Brian Cushing, a key linebacking force. They'll have him back. Uh, if they can just get... 10 games and a playoff run out of Ed Reed, what he should bring in the locker room defensively will be huge. And then Matt Schaub. I mean, this is a big year for the Texans. It's a bigger year for Matt Schaub. If you just look at his numbers and you're not a hardcore Texans fan on the internet who, uh, you know, wants Keith Keenum to start uh, for the Texans, he's our, he's our third string quarterback right now. If you just look at Schaub's numbers, solid quarterback numbers, but he's never taken it to that next level. The good thing for him and the Texans is they don't really need him to. They've got Arian Foster. They have Andre Johnson. They won't have DeAndre Hopkins, a rookie wide receiver, for the Saints game, but they should have him for the season opener, and he could really open things up offensively. So they have the defensive talent. They have the offensive talent. If Schaub can just be solid this year and stay healthy and the Texans can stay healthy, um, you know, I, I'm not a predictions guy, but it's hard to see the Texans, if they do what they're supposed to do, and they simply stay healthy, not being in the second round of the playoffs, and then you're one game away from the AFC Championship, and then you're one game away from the Super Bowl. So they are near the top right now, and it's a huge season for them, Matt Schaub, uh, and this entire organization to try and finally become a true Super Bowl contender. Now, it's a little crazy to uh, to think about just a, a couple of years ago 
the the talk about the Houston Texans was just having a, a better than than a 500 season. Yeah. And, and now it, it's Super Bowl. If you can talk about the the play of JJ Watt, he's kind of become that figure in, in the NFL when it comes to the pass rush. If and and not only JJ Watt, but who is this complimentary player? Because every player has that complimentary player on the other side that's either going to make it a, a wide open lane for him to do what he does, or he's going to make it better for somebody else to emerge as that second or maybe first tier guy. Yeah, the Texans basically have a three tiered approach, and they run a three four defense under uh, Wade Phillips, and you know who Saints fans are going to know if they're around during the '80s, and obviously have the Bum Phillips connection, and, and you know Phillips has done a really really nice job taking this defense to the next level. But JJ Watt last year, NFL Defensive Player of the Year, are just unbelievable numbers, and it's not like he did it in a sixth or a seventh year. I mean, this is somebody who's still at the early stage of his career. Uh, great personality, great in the community, just, you know, everything you could ask for from an NFL player right now to the point that it's almost too good to be true, and he gets it. He's, you know, he, he wants to uh, create a 20-20-20 club, which has never been done in the NFL before. 20 sacks, 20 pass deflections, 20 tackles for loss. Then he's offset by defensive end Antonio Smith, who, you know, had that helmet swinging incident against Miami's Richie Incognito. Uh, he, he just had an appeal heard yesterday i don't think that'll be successful so he likely misses the chargers for the season opener and he'll definitely be out for the the first two the last two preseason games but you put him with watt on the defensive line you're running a three four set and you have guys like brian cushing who two or three years ago was the best up and coming most promising young uh, linebacker in the nfl dealt with a major injury last year but he's looked good in camp thus far so they have a lot of talent on the line and then, you know, two to three, they have one borderline great linebacker, two to three solid linebackers, and, and a defensive secondary that's good enough to hold on. It at times can play very, very well, and you add Ed Reed to that. So that that's, I think, if you take a step back and you start to look at this team on paper, I mean, you pointed it out, two or three years ago, it was all about, you know, dealing with Peyton Manning and the Colts. Well, Manning went to the Broncos, had his off year, uh, the, the AOC South completely open and the Texans stepped in and they, they've captured it the last two years. And all of a sudden now they're at that stage where can they go from being that 10 and six, you know, uh, 12 and four team who's bounced out of the playoffs. Can they learn from that and become uh, the, the next Patriots or the next uh, Broncos or those, you know, the next Steelers, those teams that we've seen in the AFC who seem to always be in the playoffs. And that's, that's where the Texans are at right now, but they've got to get, guys like Matt Schaub uh, to kind of take it to that next level, have Andre Johnson stay healthy, Brian Cushing stay healthy. It's still a lot of ifs, but the potential is definitely there for this team. Definitely, and even though it's the preseason, you see a lot of Saints fans every time we play the Houston Texans just because it's close and a lot of people migrated there during Katrina. It, it, it's somewhat of a rivalry, but it's on the other side in the AFC, but it's still a fun game to watch nonetheless. And for more information, be sure to follow Brian Smith at Cron Brian Smith, C-H-R-O-N Brian Smith. He's on Twitter, and he'll be giving you all the latest and greatest with the Houston Texans leading up to the game this Sunday. It's at 3 o'clock on Fox. Brian Smith, thank you for calling in and be sure to be uh i, I would say that may the best team win uh <laughs> but may everybody stay healthy going into the regular season how about i'll just say that yeah it doesn't really matter but it'll be a lot of fun it'll be really interesting definitely we have more of the black and blue report coming up next hey there what you having 
Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Rob Nice here with you on the weekend edition. It is Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and we have a special guest joining us right now, getting ready to face the Houston Texans in preseason game number three. We have Ben Grubbs here. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, preseason game number three, camp is in it. You guys have had a long one, and, and, and the games have been uh, on the victorious side for us thus far. How do you continue that in game three? I think just coming to work each and every day, grinding, um, you know, never being content, just knowing that there's a lot of more a lot more room for improvement and, um, you know, just getting the job done each and every day. Now, speaking of getting the job done, you guys in the offensive line have done a great job so far in the first two games. What has been the, 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 the secret to, to making sure you guys are on the same page? Um, you know, just taking pride in, in what we do, being on the same page. Uh, communication is a, is a big key for the offensive line. Um, you know, I, I think, though, you know, definitely um, preparing every day for the, uh, you know, for the upcoming game. Is a is a is a huge factor in our success. You know, we've been working hard this training camp, and uh, you know, we we've been grinding, and, and it's it's been tough at times. But um, you know, we just kept the faith that comes to success. Now, now speaking of uh, uh, tough assignments and tough battles, you guys have JJ Watt and, and and Cushing coming at you guys from Houston this week. Any different types of preparations you guys have to go through? Um, I I think just watching film, seeing what they do, um, just being being ready for what they do. But I think. Ultimately, it's, it's all about us, you know, just knowing that, uh, you know, we have to, as offensive line, we have to work together and we have to just get the job done each and every play. And, um, you know, I, I, I like to think that, you know, you, can, you can't put too much emphasis on your opponent because, you know, a lot of times it's not what they do. It's, it's all about what you do. So that's, that's how I look at it. Now, in case you guys don't know about Ben Grubbs, we've seen him on TV and commercials and everything. Now, how is off the field bringing that personality? How has that been just being in the city of New Orleans? Um, well, I did do, you know, one commercial with New Orleans. 
Hamburger and seafood, and that was good. Was, you know, free food for a year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, that that was that was unusual for me. Okay. You know, I'm I'm kind of a low key guy, and I think that's the personality of a lot of offensive linemen. But for us to step out of that box, you know, was kind of fun. We had a good time doing it, and it, it got a lot of reactions around the city. And um, you know, I didn't do it this year. We didn't do it this year, but it was fun. You know, while it lasted. Okay. And, and not not to put your business in the streets right there, but you're an Auburn guy. Yeah. SEC football is, is around the corner. Mm-hmm. This is an LSU city. What are your thoughts for the SEC and who's going to come out on top? We both Tigers, man. We got to gotta work together in this thing. <laughs> well, there can only be one team if you had to pick one that's going to win. I mean, when when I was playing at Auburn, it was, I mean, I had a good, great five years. And, uh, you know, I think I beat LSU twice and, and um, lost three times. So, you know, they got the upper hand on me. But, uh, you know, I'm going to always be a, a, you know, orange and blue fan. But um, while I'm in the city, I'm going to keep quiet. <laughs> I'm going to keep quiet and, uh, you know, root for my boys uh, behind the scenes. Well, as long as you're an SEC guy, I think to New Orleans fans, that's okay with them. And, and of course, you have the black and gold on. Hey, at the end of the day, you know, you want an SEC team playing in that championship. And we've been doing that for, you know, the past three or four years, I think. I think it might be six or seven. Oh, man, six or seven. That's, that's even better. And LSU and Auburn both have one national title in that run. Now, open the day against the Atlanta Falcons. How big of a game will that be for you guys? Not to look ahead because you got Houston coming up. But, you know, that's in the back of our minds, of course. But that'll take care of itself. Yeah. You know, we, we do have the Houston Texans. And I leave the looking ahead for the coaches. There we go. And, of course, you fans right there listening to the Black and Blue Report. We thank Ben Gross for stopping by. Coming up, we'll wrap up today's show with John DeShazer coming up next. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around? We got this. Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Somewhere. In a town like the one you're in, there is a person, like you, headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts, like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 5051 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. It's finally here, Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8-15-13. To play without purchase, mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game. P.O. Box 753-726, El Paso, Texas, 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second-chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Get geared up for the big game and wear what the team wears. 
visit the Saints Team Store at Gate B on the plaza level of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And we are back with more of the Black and Blue Report, the weekend edition. Today is Friday. The game is Sunday. And, and to bridge that gap and to talk a little bit more about Saints football, paint that picture, if you will. Picasso, baby. That's what, what, what Jay-Z would say. Uh, pleased to be joined right now by John DeShazer. How's it going? I'm throwing a little rap on it with, with you. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm good. I'm always good. Okay, little Jay-Z in the iPod right about now. But, you know, that's just the game music that we're getting ready for the Houston Texans. J.J. Watt, uh, uh, Brian Cushing, anybody we should – uh, be looking out for besides those two guys? Well, not really. I mean, Ed Reed, the kid from Destrehan, obviously the Super Bowl winner from uh, the Baltimore Ravens, local kid, is not going to be playing, so we don't have to worry about him. But, you know, J.J. Watt, yeah, he's a guy you want to keep keep a close tabs on because he's the guy who's going to be hunting after Drew Brees, and certainly the line is going to be up to, up to a challenge with him on there. And no Arian Foster for this week. Of course, he's been taken off the PUP list, so but he's practicing but won't see any action on the field. Yeah, so that's another area that you don't have to worry about. However, Ben Tate is a very capable runner. So if Ben Tate is going to run at, as opposed to Arian Foster, well, Ben Tate ran for almost 1,000 yards a couple of years ago while he shared duties with Arian Foster. So he's quite capable of, of putting up some resistance for you. Very much so. And, of course, Drew Brees, he's been dialed in. He's been talking about, uh, uh, of course, last week's performance on one of the drives when he was 6-for-6. He is, how they say, dialed in, and we're going to see more of that in Game 3. Yeah, the only thing that aggravated Drew Brees about uh, the second game was the scoring opportunities. The offense scored on five consecutive possessions, but three of those scores were field goals, and he wants touchdowns every time. He doesn't consider it a win unless it's touchdowns. So, you know, you want to look to see if he can get them in the end zone a little bit more often. Now, if I'm up for a job and, and I see two other people that were up for the same job, they are no longer in the running, meaning with the receivers. We had uh, some cuts this recent week. Does that do anything for the confidence of the young receivers and Stills and Tunes and Tanner? Well, yeah, it jacks you up because, you know, that's less competition. Now, certainly, you know, the job aspect of it, you don't like to see a guy lose his job, but it's better for you when the guy isn't around competing for that job. So those young guys pretty much had the inside track on Breston and, and Patrick Creighton anyway, but they well in game two as well as game one. So they showed their capabilities. And we have to remember, you know, once upon a time in 2006, Marcus Colston walked in here cold, seventh-round draft pick as a rookie and started for the Saints. So there's precedent for the Saints keeping young receivers who are low draft picks or who are draft picks, period. Sort of like Denver when they had the knack for picking those good running backs and making stars out of them. Uh, with, with the unknowns of Terrell Davis and, and yeah, the Bells and the world. Gary yeah. And, yeah, Drew Brees has a way of turning these guys into capable receivers. Now, of course, you got to run the right routes. And this is a complex offense, so you know they're going to be on top of you. It's good to know multiple positions because that will get you on the field faster. And that's one of the things Kenny Stills has learned, to learn multiple positions. That will get you on the field. And he looks like he's probably going to be the number three receiver right now. But Drew Brees works with these guys intently. They also get great tutelage from Marcus Colston and Lance more so they understand the their understanding of the offense is a little bit ahead of where it normally might be and and plus Nick Toon was here last year so he got a year in the system even though he was injured he got a chance to at least see what it was to look at the film and to be here the entire offseason now we talked to Ben Grubbs just a few moments ago and he said look it's it's about us you know there there's JJ Watt there there's guys that's going to be uh, uh, applying some pressure trying to get to Drew Brees but it's all about us 
Does that come from Drew Brees, or, or is that the mindset that you think that the offensive linemen just have to have to where if I do my job and not worry about how good somebody else is, then we're going to protect our quarterback? Well, that's pretty much the mindset of this offense. I mean, you got to remember two years ago they set an NFL record for total yards on offense and, and passing yards. So these guys feel like if we do our job, then nobody's going to be able to stop us. And certainly that interior of the line, the center and the two guards, because Drew Brees needs that interior protection more so than, than, than any. any you know, a lot of quarterbacks because he wants to step up in the pocket. So the outside guys, he's pretty nifty of foot. You know, he's not going to, you know, outrun people like Colin Kaepernick, but he's nifty enough to where he can move around and shift his weight and stay out of harm's way. But you got to have throwing lanes, and that's what those interior guys like Ben Grubb help provide for him. Man, you just have all the inside information. You know what? Stay right there. Don't move, John, because we're going to be back to wrap up the Black and Blue Report. Up next. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning black and gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you... Visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. And we are back to wrap up the Black and Blue Report. Rob Nice joined by John DeShazer. And you are leaving New Orleans. You're leaving a good food of the Crescent City. You're not going to be in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. You are going to be in H-Town. What are you going to do for food, man? Well, you know, I'm going to uh, take some crawfish with me in my pocket or something. But, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to you make do with what you got, man. <laughs> you know, so it's hard to mess up a hamburger. So, I'm going to, you know, I'll find somebody that can make a hamburger. You know, it's hard to mess that up. Well, hopefully you can eat in the booth and, and, and the players will eat right there on the field. Preseason game number three, two undefeated teams going head-to-head. Does it matter with the records? It sure does make us feel good. No, the records don't matter this time of year. And, I mean, every player will tell you, you know, it's more about the execution. You're not necessarily looking at the record because what happens is 
The starters can give you a great showing, which the Saints got last Friday night, 23-7 to at halftime. Game ends up 28-20. So when you put those reserves in, it can get a little bit dicey, and that happens in the preseason. So what you really want to grade, yes, you want to keep the intensity level and the execution level across the board, but you know, you're not so much interested in the final score as you are in the execution and the intensity level. Now, of course, it's going to aggravate a coach if you let a big lead slip away, and Coach Payton was a little bit aggravated with the backups on Friday night, and he specifically said so, especially three consecutive turnovers on possessions. But you know, for the most part, you just want to see the execution at more so than the score. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, you will see the number ones for probably the, the, the most part of three quarters of this game, if I'm not mistaken. So lots of great regular season style football to see uh, this Sunday as the Saints take on the Houston, Texas. John DeShazer, have a good night out, man, because you're not flying the plane tomorrow. You're just going to get on it. No, and, you know, so, you know, you can't dr- you can't ride while drunk, huh? Yeah. And that's not a that, no law against that, right? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. You well, definitely can't I do can, that. Can I say that? I no, don't you think can't. I can no, even no. say that. Well, well you, you know, no, no, no. But that's, not, no what I'm, that's not what I'm playing anyway, folks, so, you know, no, no. scratch that. Yeah, what, but just for reference, no, you can't. But <laughs> H-Town, Houston, very beautiful city, was there for the NBA All-Star game, and that's where Beyonce's from. That's right. Did you that's know that? right. That's where Destiny's Child kind of jumped off. And and her family is from, I think, New Iberia or Lake Charles or that area. Yeah, well, she's got that New Iberia look. Yes, she does. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, uh, real quick, uh, we, we're on the Saints side, but if we can shift to the Pelican side for one final question, uh, the Pelicans re-sign Lance Moore. What, what do you think that he's shown the team uh, to, to come back and not only get uh, a signed deal, but the two-year deal with the team option for the second year? Well, big thing is uh, Coach Monty Williams is real, real comfortable with Lance Thomas. And one of the things that Lance does is Lance is an extremely versatile guy on the front line. He'll play the four position. He'll play the three position. He's a great teammate to have. He's one of those glue guys that, you know, you don't necessarily think of him as a front line player, but if you can get him into the rotation on the back end, he's one of those guys who's going to make everybody work harder because you see him working every second of every game. So, you know, you like to have him around. You love to have that kind of guy to fill out your roster. And, again, he's one of Coach Monty Williams' favorite guys. I think I called him Lance Moore. It's, it's, we are ready for game time. Well, Lance Moore's got a little hoops in him too now. Hey, man, he's a little he, bit shorter. He ain't though. Lance Thomas, but yeah. you know, he's got something in it. And, and I will say for, for Summer League, when I saw Lance Thomas, knowing that he wasn't signed with the team anymore, I just asked him, you know, what, what, what's your mindset? And he said, man, I'm just going out there and hustle. And, and he was almost putting up double-doubles every single game. He was out there every way you needed him to be. And the, the thing about it was he was out there – auditioning for every coach in the NBA. and That's what he does. He's one of those guys. I'm telling you, he'd be an addition to every team. Is he a starter? Probably not. Is he, you know, a a top eight in your rotation? Probably not. But he's one of those guys, when you need him to come into a ball game, when things are getting a little bit out of hand, you need a couple of defensive stops. So you need a guy who just knows the right thing to do. He's one of the few guys who knows Coach Williams' defensive system in and out. So he knows the proper rotations. He knows how to talk. He knows how to position his teammates so they can be in the proper position. So he's just one of those guys who's great to have around. Very exciting things happening right here around the airline drive area. The Saints, they take on the Houston Texans. And right before you know it, I mean, you're going to look up and preseason games are going to start for the New Orleans Pelicans. Be the first to be inside that New Orleans arena, donning the 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 Pelicans jerseys, the T-shirts, the hats, and much more. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Black and Blue Report. Rob Nice, John DeShazer, it is Friday. We go and hang out. No game tonight from the Saints. It's Sunday, just like in regular season mode. John, thanks for stopping by. Anytime, man. Thanks to our guests, Ben Grubbs, and everybody else who called in to the Black and Blue Report. Deeks Allison, 
well, we call him Daniel over here. He's going to have the best of the Black and Blue Report tomorrow. And, of course, we hope you guys are tuned into the game this Sunday. Thank you guys for logging on to New Orleans Saints and Pelicans.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.